It's Mac and Annie after the show, episode number 65. Uh, custom officials in Minnesota have seized a box of, well, let's just say uh, giraffe droppings from a traveler who came back from Africa. Now, she says she planned to use the things as a necklace. She was going to make a necklace? Out of the giraffe droppings. Now, U.S. Customs and Border Protection said the Iowa resident <laughs> was selected for inspection by specialists upon arriving to MSP from her trip to Kenya. The passenger declared and stated that she obtained the droppings in Kenya and planned to make a necklace out of them. They said that the passenger also stated in the post that she had used moose droppings before at her home in Iowa. The CPB specialist seized the box and the contents were destroyed via stream sterilization. They say anything that comes back from overseas to the United States requires a veterinary services permit. Now, would you? No, I would not. (laughs) That's gross. But then if you think about it, it's like, well, I wonder if it's kind of like clay. (laughs) I I still wouldn't want to wear it, but, uh, you know. And how do you want to harvest that? Does she walk around the, you know, I just. (laughs) <laughs> that's, just, that's just too much for me to I'm going to put it in a kiln. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean. <laughs> what What are you going to do? It's What's all that smell? natural. That's it's, my necklace. It's organic. It is organic. Hey, the other day I was reading this book. Um, uh, well, my neighbor and I have this fun thing where we started doing, um, we walk and talk uh, always, no matter what. But, um, We've shared books now, and so we'll get on the same book. And then when we're doing our regular walk, we kind of do our book club. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's nice. a walking it's book club, I term, guess. Two-person walking book uh, club. It's funny, though. Um, but here's the thing. I was in this. I was into this book I was reading, and they were speaking in just one little brief section of the book. There were two characters speaking in Italian. Mm-hmm. But there was no explanation of what they were saying. So I made the mistake of asking my Alexa to translate this. Okay. Do you know what happened? No. My Alexa started speaking only Italian. Oh. (laughs) I couldn't get her to stop. I didn't know. Like, what did I do? Like, how do I? Can you go back to English? (laughs) I was yelling at it. I just couldn't get it. I still don't know what they were saying. I wonder if the people who wrote the book did that on purpose so if people would ask Alexa. No, I uh, doubt that very much. But, I mean, like, it was just this, like, brief little nothingness, and it probably translated to nothing. I don't even know what it was they, you know, what word it was I was trying to figure out. But um, I'm like, why didn't the author of this book explain what the conversation? I don't want to be out of the loop. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my subtitles and everything? Anyway, I just thought that was funny. I have you ever had that happen? You're at home with your Alexa and you can't you've done something by asking a question. You've triggered something else. And now you're in a pickle. (laughs) Uh, Not my Alexa, but my TV. (laughs) Oh, gosh, yes, all the time. Yeah, it's like if you accidentally hit the wrong remote button on one of the remote. We've got three remotes now. (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody does. And it's like one goes to the sound bar only. (laughs) And I don't even know. And so when my husband is home and he starts doing it differently than I do, I'm like, whoa, 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 don't do it that way because I'm going to get totally confused. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> Tell me what's going on here. I can't. I mean, eh. 
Everything's a computer now. I know. <laughs> I miss the on button. <laughs> it was so much simpler back yeah. in the day. So yeah, I I think somehow I got Alexa to start talking English again, but I don't I don't know how. You don't know it just eventually did it. <laughs> yeah. I, it did, but like for the whole afternoon, she was only speaking Italian. Well, that'll get, <laughs> that'll get you ready for your trip coming up I next know. year. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, there you well, go. Maybe I'll learn something before I go to Florence. Well, up in Canada, there's an Ontario township that's in the process of figuring out how to change the name of one of its most famous streets due to frequent thefts. Now, John Henry, they called him Harry Dick, was born on his rural property Back in 1957, the family has occupied the three homes that were around that area, 1,600-foot road, for five generations. Now, the road ended up burying his name, of course, in the late 80s, early 90s, when uh, 911 emergency services first were added to that area. Now, nobody asked us what to name it, says Dick's wife, Lois. We just named it. People think it's very, very funny, and the sign started to disappear. (laughs) People want the sign. Yeah. Township officials confirmed the sign bearing the name of the road is stolen about four to five times a year. (laughs) Officials said that they've tried to prevent the thefts by greasing the pole and adding concrete to the base. But the signs continue to be thefted, stolen. The, uh, The family, the Dick family, said they installed a security camera to try to catch thieves in the act. But not only did they steal the road sign, they stole the camera that was supposed to catch the thief. Why don't they just change the name of the road then? <laughs> everybody has the 12-year-old mental. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it's it's just something you, man, I want that in my dorm room. Oh, you know, how many college kids are living in that area? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I was telling you about uh, my, my own version of a book club, I guess, with, with the uh, walk and talk and all. Mm-hmm. But here's one, a uh, book club that lasted in California they're still going. It's probably the longest book club ever because their book that they finished, it took them 28 years to oh, read. Geez. 28 years to read a single novel. And the book is called Finnegan's Wake by James Joyce. Mm-hmm. And I guess the book kind of never ends because now they're working on Finnegan's Wake. Um, the, the next book the club will cover is Finnegan's Wake by James Joyce. It's a cyclical book, and it never ends. Wow. But it took them 28 years to finish one. I I wonder how old they are. That's just like, I don't have that much patience. (laughs) I mean, I've been reading the same book for about five years because I only read it on the airplane. But then I get on the airplane, and they they have movies now. Wait, how do you know what happened? Um... I, I have a, I have a good I've read several books prior to that of the same characters and basically okay so I kind of know so it's a series yeah it's a kind of a series of books so I kind of know where they're at but I started it five years ago when I went to Africa mm-hmm. and I read just a little bit of it every time we travel but not very much so I'm still haven't finished it yet see I have a book like that at home I started reading and it's still sitting on the shelf and I'm like I picked it up the other day and I thought. I wonder if I should just start from the beginning because I don't really remember. It was a creepy book, like one of those like thriller, mystery kind of uh, things. I don't know why. I just don't. Uh, I don't know why I didn't finish it. Well, you know, you might have to just to get back, kind of get back in the mood of everything that's going on. I know. On. I probably should. It'd probably be better than that last one I read. Oh, yeah. Anyway. 
Okay, thieves in Nebraska managed to swipe thousands of dollars of merchandise from a vintage clothing store earlier this summer. But police have recently revealed what they made off with was a bunch of shoes. But the shoes were only for the left foot. Did the, they know, though? That's what I was wondering I, when I read that. Unless they have two left feet. Uh, the, the Lincoln Police Department responded to the story uh, back in August after a neighbor saw one of the store's windows that had been shattered. They called the police. The police came out, and they did their you know routine stuff. Uh, they say they then broke into the building through a window and stole a bunch of shoes. This is what the police report says. A bunch of left shoes, single shoes. Lincoln Crime Stoppers pay, said of the matter, the right shoes were kept in another room of the building. So, the- See, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not very clear whether they intended to steal pairs of shoes or just left shoes. I think they wanted to steer, steal both. I mean, who just wants one left well, why, shoe? Who separated the shoes? That's even dumber. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't want them stolen, you keep the right ones and then one room, you keep the left but ones Why would here. you even think that was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. You tell your employees to go spend all that time. Separate these in different rooms. Hey, why not, are they arguing? <laughs> they can't. It's like kids; you can't keep them in the same room. The left is always wrong. I know. Um, anyway, and the, because the right is always right. Oh, you brought up <laughs> shoes. How would you like a pair of Nike Halloween candy corn sneakers? That's the thing uh, now. I I saw that somewhere. Nobody likes candy corn, so Nike. Yeah. Why are you making shoes that look like candy corn? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? I mean, because it's got to be a couple hundred bucks, right? <gasps> yeah, they are. They're one hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. Um. Um. No. Mm, I can see some girls wanting to wear them. You, I might be interested. I'm not one of those people that hates candy corn. Really? I don't mind it. And especially if you put it with, like, salted peanuts, then it tastes like a payday candy bar. Oh, uh, see? Now you got mm-hmm. me intrigued. You've never done that? No. Candy corn and salted peanuts, if you mix them together, tastes like a payday candy bar. Because I don't like candy corn, but I like salted peanuts, and I love the payday candy bar. Mm-hmm. If you put them together, the huh. salty accents the sweet, and the sweet accents the salt, and they work together really well. You d- you just blew my mind. Doesn't taste so waxy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the candy corn sneakers do not take candy from strangers. That's all, the warning on the side of the shoe. I mean, okay. that's a good, that's a good thing, right? Okay. <laughs> Good job, Nike. Candy Corn Nikes. Uh, That does it for this week. We will try to do better next.